Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wallet Street, um, November 2020. Um, happy Friday. So to start off this week, um, it's pretty hard to not make crypto the feature story this week. Um, I've been recently venturing into more crypto Twitter, uh, and that's all anything anyone could talk about this whole week. Um, the price this week for Bitcoin broke 18,000, which we haven't seen since late 2017. Um, ETH also broke um, 500. That's the um, coin from the Ethereum blockchain. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how this price level sustains or if it falls. Um, you know, in, at the end of 2017, there was famously a, a bull run at the end of that year, and then it fell quite quite sharply afterwards. So it'll be interesting to see what, what happens. Um, in other news, uh, there's a great um, story in, in Bloomberg this week about how 2% of accounts based on the blockchain data they were able to track hold 95% of Bitcoin, which is just fascinating. And I think kind of ironic given that um, crypto and blockchain is really focused on decentralization. And yet, as you can see, that's a huge concentration of wealth and um, and ownership, um, you know, within 2% owning 95% of, of, of Bitcoin. Um, in IPO news this week, Airbnb is obviously getting ready for an IPO. Um, the Wall Street Journal reports a, about a $30 billion valuation is expected from that. Um, would love to understand more why the strategy to go IPO now, um, just given kind of the macro uh, headwinds right now for the travel industry in particular. Um, but I don't know if anyone has any insights or theories about that. would love to hear them. Um, maybe they think it's a, it's a good time or I don't know if, if they need to raise capital speculating here. So interesting to, uh, to learn more about that. Um, DoorDash is also going public and they filed their initial documents and then also Roblox, which is a video game company that I had not heard of before, but, um, is going to file to go public. They've benefited definitely from this year um, from revenue growth during COVID. Uh, also, the Qualcomm CFO talks about shifting revenue metrics as their business model shifts. This was kind of interesting just because I think it's always interesting to understand like how companies think about their um, metrics that they report and that they'll opine on um, and kind of how shifting those um, metrics kind of changes the outlook on the company. Uh, and then lastly, Andrew Russ Sorkin of um, New York Times Dealbook, um, which is his, I guess, blog or column, um, daily column, uh, had their annual summit and they had some pretty star-studded people, Dr. Fauci, LeBron James, Elizabeth Warren, Jamie Dimon, um, who, who called in to speak about that. Um, I have to admit, I did not listen to it. Um, I think I just wanted to tune out this week, but it's an interesting lineup if you're curious. Moving on to tech. Um, so I thought it was fascinating this week. SpaceX sent four astronauts up into space. Um, just really cool to see that um, and the growth in space travel. Um, in other news, Apple had its app fees for small developers. Um, usually you have to pay 30%. Um, to Apple, but they've halved it to 15. Um, this is interesting given the backdrop of the lawsuit between NVIDIA, who owns Fortnite, um, the really popular game, 
um, who was suing Apple about uh, kind of the, the fee and cost structure there. Um, but NVIDIA is bringing back Fortnite on Apple phones, but they're doing it not via the App Store, but actually letting people play through the Safari browser, which is interesting. Um, and then lastly, I've included a piece in my newsletter about um, Washington Post is a great overview of the various COVID vaccines um, news that came out this week, how the vaccines work, how would actual deployment of the vaccines kind of work. Um, it's, it's quite an interesting explainer, particularly particularly if you're um, not a medical person like myself um, or not from a science background. Um, and then moving on to my favorite part of uh, what I get to talk about um, is just like the fun random section. Um, so New York Times and Washington Post both put out their best books of 2020, um, which I always love to look at just um, I love looking at people's lists of what they read so I can get ideas for my own holiday book reading. Um, I recently read Mexican Gothic with my friend and we taped a podcast about it. So if you're interested in that book, um, recommend listening to that and our take on, on that book. Our next book we'll be reading for our book podcast is called Cast and it's by Isabel Wilkerson. Um, it's made a bunch of uh, noteworthy book lists and has gotten a lot of buzz. So I'm very excited to see um, and read firsthand what it's all about. In other news, Diwali was celebrated last week and there's some fun photos from the celebrations. Obviously, um, I think all holiday celebrations are very different this year in 2020. Um, and also it's been uh, five years or as of November 13th, it was five years since the terrorist attacks um, in Paris at the uh, Beth Eclan, which is wild to me when I saw that it was, um, had already been five years. Um, it really feels like that was not that long ago. Um, and uh, they held some, some uh, events in, in memoriam of those attacks. And then uh, moving to, I guess, the last kind of bit, bits of um, recommendations I wanted to include. Um, I've been starting to get into the Formula One Netflix documentary called Drive to Survive. Um, I've had a lot of friends and family urge me to watch it and I have been putting it off, but I finally started it and it is great. It definitely lives up to all the buzz. And there was an interview with one of the drivers featured in that documentary, um, Daniel Ricardo, who was an armchair expert. So. If you're also a fan, I, I recommend that interview, or even if you're not a fan, um, it's an interesting uh, interview. And then lastly, I was so excited because Gillian Anderson of X-Files fame, who plays Margaret Thatcher on the recent season of The Crown, was interviewed on Fresh Air, and she's so good. She's also really good um, in another Netflix show that's lesser known called Sex Education, but it's so such a good show and I feel like really not talked about enough. Um, on that show, she plays uh, a, a sex therapist who's mom to a, a teenage son and kind of the awkwardness that comes with that. Um, it's just a, a great family show. Um, that's kind of it from, from me for this week. I hope you all have a great weekend going into um, preparing for the holidays or the holiday next week and stay safe and healthy.